Welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven, and alongside with me is not Brandon in this episode. It is my good friend, Sean. Brandon had more important things to do than podcasts, so this is what we got instead. Hopefully, he can live up to the hype. Man, trying to live up to Brandon's going to be really, really tough. How do you feel? Uh, the bar's pretty low, I think. Bar. <laughs> Can't wait for him to listen back to that. This episode... We'll see are... if he even <laughs> listens to your episodes. <laughs> what if he just doesn't? <laughs> Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Chicago. Now, I get asked questions all the time about Chicago because I have uh, a lot of YouTube videos that are on the subject matter. I myself have also been living in Chicago for over three and a half years. And the reason why Sean and I decided to do this topic specifically is because, one, Sean and I have known each other for a really long time. And two, uh, we both ended up moving to Chicago. And Sean actually moved to Chicago even before I did. So, Sean, how long have you lived here for? Uh, five years now. Oh, which is five crazy. years. I actually owe a big part of the reason why I moved here to Sean because I hadn't really thought about moving here. But then when I went and visited him about a year before I actually did move here myself, I liked it a lot. And it was something I kind of kept on the uh, back of my radar. Did and you stay with me? I did for a few days. Oh. Yep. Yep. Me and Matt came for a few days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was my first introduction to Chicago. So, you know. Sean and I, we've known each other for 18 years. That's a kind of a big deal. So this is like the longest... Is that the right math? 18? I think so. We met when we were nine years old. So actually, I'll, I'll mention that right now. Uh, we met way back when we were playing baseball. I think it was your first year you ever played baseball. Because I started baseball a couple years before you. I was seven. I think you were like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sean and I were on the same baseball team. We played baseball together like many, many years after that. And we've stayed friends. And now we both ended up in the same city. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty... Pretty weird. I actually, a couple times since we've lived in the same city, we've hung out and I'm just like, it's so weird. Who would have ever thought all the way back then that all these years later, we'd be hanging out in like downtown Chicago. <laughs> it's like a very, very weird feeling. It is. Um, Pretty cool though. It, it's awesome. So tell people a little bit about how you, well, first off, if you want to pub anything, anything <laughs> you want to mention right now? I'm good. We can get into that later. Okay. Um... All right, let's talk about how we ended up moving to Chicago, and then we'll, we'll go into some other things. Like, you guys asked some questions. We'll go over those. Uh, also, there's just a lot of generic questions that I get, like themes that I get brought up on a lot of my videos that I thought we could talk about those as well, because people seem to be pretty interested in this whole idea of Chicago and moving to the big city and, like, moving away. And as two people who have done that, I feel like you guys should probably get something out of this episode. So, how did you end up moving to Chicago? Let's hear the uh, background. All right. So, I graduated school in 2014 uh, from Miami University. So, it's, what, spring 2014. Um, and I was an entrepreneurship um, major and a bunch of other stuff, but mainly, like, entrepreneurship. And um, I knew I didn't want to get a real job, but I didn't know where I was going to go. And I was working on a project with one of my friends at the time, Thomas. And we didn't know. We had no idea where we were going to go. Um, so we were just applying to a bunch of startup things with uh, what we were working on at the time. And one of those was in Chicago. And we won the competition. And we were like, that's a good reason to move to Chicago. 
So we did. Did you guys showboat at all when you won? <laughs> no. no. I just had a funny thought in my head, like, listen up, guys. <laughs> no. We're incredible. <laughs> it was uh, it was free office space for a year um, at the Tech Hub here, 1871 in Chicago. Um, I actually yeah. went there. when I, the, first, oh, yeah? the first time that I went to Chicago to visit, what, uh, back in, what was that, winter of 2015, you took us to 1871. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that actually stuck with me. Because I remember huh. going there and being like, wow, there's a lot of energy in this place. Like, it's an interesting yeah, place. It is. And I just, I wanted something like that in my life somehow. So that's kind of what got yep. me interested in, like, this whole, like, tech space. Yeah. Yeah, so my story is just, like, my business partner, Thomas, and I just trying to figure out how we're getting to the next step. That's, like always our story and so at that point it was where are we moving and that competition just said you're moving to chicago so would you have moved like somewhere else if it maybe at the time like you could have gone to seattle or something yeah, maybe yeah and thomas is from chicago so that helped so we stayed at his parents house in the north shore um but yeah we could have ended up anywhere i think which is also really interesting well definitely well let me ask you this then so let's say right before you're about to move to chicago because i know exactly how i felt uh, what was like the biggest anxiety? Cause I don't know how much you knew about Chicago before you mm. went there, but like, what were some things that were going through your head at the time? Yeah. So that whole summer I had been actually coming to Chicago like every month or like, yeah, like every other week almost. Cause it's a six hour drive from Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would come here to visit friends from school and then just to visit Thomas and then just to like, just be in Chicago. So it was kind of this like slow transition and then we won and it was like, well, I feel like I've already been moving here for the whole summer anyway, so it just kind of made sense anyway. Um, but when we actually moved here, and again, it was more of a transition because we just stayed in Thomas's parents' house in the suburbs because we had no <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. no money and we had no income and we didn't want to get jobs. Um, but to answer your question on the actual move, so when we got our apartment, the biggest anxiety was paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for me, the biggest anxiety in making the move to Chicago was, one, like, the financial part of it. Just being like, okay, if I'm going to move there, everything is going to be more money. And if I don't make ends meet, this is going to suck. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that to happen. Uh, I also had a feeling where at that time, I didn't want to, like, let myself or anyone else down. Like, I, I have a, for better or for worse, I don't like doing something and feeling like I failed at it because I don't I don't like people having that perception of me as a failure because I feel like it's totally not in alignment with who I am and it's it takes a lot for me to like admit that but at the time that was something that I didn't mm-hmm. think about like I don't want to move there and then have it not work out and then it looks bad like or it looks like an irresponsible move that I made so there was sort of a pressure on me to to make ends meet with that and just I remember thinking because, you know, when I turned 19, I moved down south. So I went where the weather was nicer because I, I definitely get some uh, seasonal depression. So in my head, this was the first time I made a move somewhere where the weather was arguably worse. Arguably worse <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, than like where I, where I grew up. So I was like, uh, I don't like the thought of doing this. But I made it work. But we all stay. Yeah, we all stay. We all stay. And, uh, it's really hard to explain. It is hard to explain. I try to do the best in a lot of my YouTube videos, which uh, my YouTube channel is Stephen Russell B, and that's Stephen with the V. Nice, uh, nice plug. <laughs> dude, I'm always, I'm always plugging. Like, even when I was in Minnesota, I was finding a way to plug. And maybe I'll talk a little bit about Minnesota at some time during this episode, just a thought that came to my head. So, was there any anxiety surrounding your decision to move to Chicago in terms of, like, 
how you were going to make any of the relationships in your life work, or do you feel like you always have good communication? Yeah, it's... I've always... I don't know why, but I've always just had a group of friends. So wherever I go, I usually end up finding a good group because, um, like, we had a really close group in high school and, and before that. Um, in college, it was the exact same thing and had this really nice close group. So I wasn't really worried. Um, I knew a few enough people here in Chicago that I, it would be a good start to the friend group. Um, and it was. It has, it's been pretty easy. See, I think, for me, I was a little bit worried about keeping up with some of the relationships with people just because I had, I don't know, I feel like every time I moved somewhere, because I went, I moved a lot of times in mm-hmm. a short amount, in that short span. And, and honestly, you did too. So like, we kind of both have that in common, where you moved a few places, I moved a few yep. places. Um, I feel like you just have to be a good communicator. Like you have to make sure that you really do try to keep in touch with the people who matter. And that can be like a little bit difficult sometimes. Like it's not, it's not always the easiest thing. Like for me, I, a lot of times I call people and I don't know if you ever do this, but I like on walks. If I'm like, if I have to, in between getting places, I'll call someone. Cause it's like, I could listen to music or I could use this as time. I feel like maybe this is not a Chicago thing, but I do feel like I've gotten a lot more all about efficiency since I moved here. (laughs) I don't know if it's just like the big city life. You just find a way to say, okay, I gotta, I can't, I can't block out time here. I'll just have to do it in between my walks or something like that. I do that a lot. (laughs) It's probably a little bit of the city ribbing off on you. Yeah, no, it definitely (laughs) is. I I think that's just kind of my personality type in general as well. Uh, What, what's been like the most rewarding part of moving to Chicago and, and being in this city up to this point for you? Yeah. I mean, the communities here are awesome. Like, there's a great tech community that we're a part of and that we contribute to um, as much as we can. Uh, and then there's so many other things here that, like, you don't necessarily notice. Like, I'm and I'm a couple intramural volleyball teams and intramural softball teams. And there's just, like, so many little things and, like, so far sounds and all these communities of people that make Chicago, but you don't really see it from the outside. But what are your thoughts on it? Because I know for me, when it comes to signing up for a new activity like that, do you ever have any bad experience or you you do something like that? Do you find that people are mostly receptive? People are usually receptive. I can't think of any, like, negative experience. (laughs) You show up, they just kick your ass. Uh, Oh, new guy, huh? I've been to to plenty of meetups and networking events where it was just, like, not the caliber of people I was, like, hoping for, I guess, but it wasn't necessarily negative because it's a crapshoot with those things, oh, yeah. you know? I, that's why I don't, like, I always get nervous when someone says, oh, we've got this event. Because I've gone to the events before, and it's totally not what I expected. It's and... never what you expect, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of an uncomfortable feeling. And also, I don't know if you get this feeling, but there's no, I mean, okay, there are some worst feelings, but one of the worst feelings is showing up to something and then realizing it's not what you thought, and then you're like, all right, how long do I need to stay before you stuck it's... for a while? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel like a little bit of an obligation to stick around for yep. longer than you probably should, and you're like, "All right, what's my out of this? What's yeah. my out?" And I mean, you're the king of Irish goodbyes, though, so like, <laughs> you don't need an out. Hey, this is actually a very true thing. If I end up in a situation and I immediately realize, you know, this situation's not for me. No, like every <laughs> single time where you're at a house party. <laughs> I find a way to, like, get out of it or hop to somewhere else. You turn around and Steven's gone. At this point, it's just to be expected. Because on that note, I just don't like having... If I want to leave a situation, I hate having to figure out, all right, 
do I go up to every single person at this party and say goodbye? Or do I just pick a couple people? Is it my best friends? I don't know. So instead of just figuring any of that stuff out, I just leave. Pick nobody. <laughs> then, then I obviously didn't specifically focus on any person so no one can feel left out. It really just comes down to I really appreciate people's feelings. Hmm. This is a, I'm a selfless person. <laughs> That's what this is really about. Speaking of selfless, by the way, how about these Coca-Colas, huh? <laughs> You're getting sponsored? <laughs> Am I sponsored? Today's episode was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Drink it and feel great. <laughs> I, w- I feel like we should know their tagline. I don't know what the Coca-Cola is. Isn't it like enjoy something? Should I go get the bottle? <laughs> you should can. I look? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know what the tagline of Coca-Cola is. But the reason why we're looking this up, uh, as soon as Sean got here, we we're trying to figure out you know, if we should take a shot or something before the episode, and then it turned into, I don't have any coffee here, because Sean was feeling kind of tired. So I was like, I have Coca-Cola, and he's like, I guess I'll have some. It just says original taste. That's it. <laughs> just original That's taste. It. Damn. <laughs> hmm. but well, now we can have more. Coca-Cola is better here in uh, Chicago than it is anywhere else. Oh, yeah. They did a recent study, and they found that out. <laughs> False news. <laughs> Dude, fake news. Coca-Cola is the same here. Although there is a, what is it, Mexican Coke? Where it's mm-hmm. a little bit it's a little bit different. The sugar cane, right? I don't know the specific. Yeah, I don't know the exact scientific part behind it. I just know what it tastes okay. <laughs> so what's your favorite part about Chicago? My favorite part of Chicago, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, well, it depends on what time of the year it is, but I like going to the water a lot. I think it's one of the main parts I like about it is, one, I've always wanted to live by water. I kind of made it a goal in my life to never live too far from water, except for when I was living in Knoxville and I forgot that I had this goal. <laughs> but other than that, like, that's always... Been, you know what? Actually, that's not true. There's a river in Knoxville that I would hang out at sometimes. Counts. It counts as something. But... I love the lake. Like, it's just, it's so nice because you're in this, like, super loud city, but there's just something always calming about water. I I understand when you go by the water in Chicago, there's, like, a lot of people, so it's not quite as calm as, let's say, I don't know, going to, like, a beach town, like a small beach town or something, but there's something that is nice about uh, the water. And then I would say I love just the, like, the hustle and bustle of Chicago is really nice. And and I don't mean hustle and bustle, like, in, in the negative connotation. I mean it in the... I love to always be busy and to always be around people who I feel like are are trying to be productive and trying to make a difference in the world. And I feel like when I wake up, I look outside and there's just always activity. There's always something going on. There's always um, good people to compete against as I'm really very competitive person, but just good people to keep you keep you going. Because I think we've run in this before where you spend too much time in like a quiet area Mm. and you just kind of end up not being as motivated no matter how motivated like i'm a super motivated person but sometimes if i'm just like hanging out in a suburb i can just kind of get a little bit more lazy or just yep. feel like uh, i'm just more content so it's a it's kind of a balancing thing but i love that chicago has that but also feels just just like um midwestern enough where it doesn't feel like i'm it feels like i can kind of get away from the hustle and bustle a little bit and just kind of be around it's a good locals, activity nice level it's like yes good good point it's not like new york where it's just insane all the like time it's insanity all the time 24 yeah. 7 here it's just like it's really nice you can walk to the coffee shop and you see people yeah, yeah right yeah. 
<laughs> well, exactly. Um, so we kind of talked about this a little bit. Anything else you want to add about the idea of like making friends in Chicago? Anything you find to be particularly helpful that you maybe someone who's never um, moved away, something mm-hmm. that you found to, that worked? Yeah, for, I mean, for me, so all my friends here are mostly stemmed from friends from school. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them I weren't even that close with in school. We were just like, we would all go to the same parties or hang out um, on the weekends um, or like see each other around, right? But then when we moved here, it was like, oh, we know you well enough. Let's just start hanging out. And then we became best friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's a good point because I think probably my advice would be on this is sometimes they may not have been your best friends, but if you have any connection in a new place that you move to, this might be the good time to like reach out because maybe yep. you actually, the only thing separating your close friendship was maybe like the proximity. But now if they're right there and you don't have other people, like reach out to them. I've had a few people who have reached out to me in Chicago, like people I wasn't like the best of friends with, but they reached out to me here yeah. and I was like, sure. Or, you like, never they, know. or like maybe they were visiting and they visit and then maybe they have some friends and then you can kind of make the group bigger. I feel like that's exactly what you've done pretty yep. much is that yeah. exact formula and yep, it seems exactly. to have worked out pretty well. Yep. That would be my general advice if you move to a new place is try to find someone. It, it is like when I lived in West Virginia, that's where this got tough because I was like, I don't know anybody. <laughs> like, that's when I started getting calls from Steven every other day. <laughs> I'm like, I actually don't know. I'm just not going to make new friends. I'm just going to keep my same virtual friends. Yeah, I don't need new <laughs> Yeah, no, it's kind of true though. So I definitely, I feel bad sometimes when people do move to new places and they actually don't know anyone. That's why it's super great when people move out of the country and they go somewhere and they don't know anybody and it's like, you know, major props because it can be hard to make fr- make friends, especially um, in an age group where a lot of people are established in something, whether they're like they're married or they have kids or they uh, are very focused on their new career path or something. It can be a little a little tough at times. Yeah, but like, who cares? <laughs> whoa, 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 Mr. Kalis over here. I don't know. I just don't like. Putting pressure on myself because everyone else is doing it, you know. Interesting. So elaborate on that a little bit because I feel like now, now I'm, I'm fascinated in this. Because you, you were like, all everybody in our age group are married, yeah, yeah. kids, but like, we're not. That's fine. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's something. That's actually another really good point. Is like not feeling because this is something I've been a huge offender of. Is you kind of get locked into something like, oh, I'm part of the Chicago culture. So you mm-hmm. feel like you need to do everything that sort of adheres to it sometimes. Like, oh, I need to go to brunch. I need to get yeah. blackout drunk on the weekends. I need to do this. And then sometimes it's nice to just take a step back and be like, you don't have to do any of this. You can yep. literally stay indoors this entire weekend and just play video games. It's not to say you should always do that, but it's a good reminder every once in a while. Because people, and I've seen this before, they move to Chicago and they get lost in what they're doing here. Oh, yeah. And they completely change and you're like, oh. You're a brunch person now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, well, I, I, that's never going to happen to me. Although, to be honest with you, it probably could happen to me in the right circumstances. I haven't been to brunch. I haven't been to a boozy brunch <laughs> in like a year, probably. It's probably for the best. I, I I went down that rabbit hole. I got sucked into the Chicago boozy brunch trend. Why do you think that the bougie, bougie I mean, brunch? I bougie thing, boozy brunch. I don't know if this is actually like what people call it, but why do you think Chicago is such a brunch city? Or do you think that this is just in general a thing that it's millennials probably do? just a thing everywhere? <laughs> yeah, this thing is a thing. 
Because I've been wondering that, because I don't really remember people talking about... I, I, I remember hearing about brunch, but it was mostly just like, wait, I can eat, like, pancakes after 2 p.m.? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and drink? Yeah, like, that was my thought process. <laughs> and then leave and, like, that it blacked out. <laughs> and, I don't know, I feel like it's... It's, like, evolved more and more, though, in the whole party aspect. I feel like the the food aspect isn't even talked about much. It's mostly just talked <laughs> yeah. about... Like, it's like, how much champagne and orange juice can you consume in one sitting? <laughs> pretty much. That's really what it is. <laughs> That's pretty much what it's turned into. It's just, it's we just different. Do, we haven't done this in a while. Dude, let's let's just, go do this. Now we're motivated. Let's just live stream the whole thing. If you're listening to this episode, send us uh, a DM at EMGPod. And uh, let's let's do a bo- yeah, boozy brunch. Some, let's get some EMG fans <laughs> together. Let's do it. Let's get it together. Let's do a boozy brunch on EMG. Actually, we're putting it all on Brandon's credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that, not- Brandon? <laughs> He's not here, so it's all going on his credit card. Thank you, Brandon. You're you're the real uh, you're the real goat here. <laughs> you see this next topic? Uh, how do you survive the winters? Hmm. So this is one of my most commonly ask questions not only on my youtube videos not only by my followers but also just whenever i tell someone that i live in chicago they're like yeah but like how are the winters so let's actually discuss this because i'm so tired of going into this and as i talked about earlier i'm pretty sure i have like seasonal depression i I always get down i don't want to say that i for sure do because i don't know what the actual criteria is and i'm not trying to like marginalize it i just i don't like the winter (laughs) that's the best way of putting it i'm the same way i get (laughs) semi-depressed during the winter right i think all of us do to a certain extent and as I said, I wasn't super pumped to move here for the winter. So from your perspective, knowing that you're a generally optimistic person, you're, you're kind of like a, you say it how it is, but you're also, I think, a little more on the bright side of things. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the winters then, I mean, how do you survive them? Or I hate the winters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so gray here, you know? It really Like, is. I wouldn't mind if it was blue skies in winter. I'd Blue skies and bit. two degrees, I'd be okay with that. But, like, <laughs> gray for seven months is really hard. Yeah. I agree with the, <laughs> if the sun was out and it was two degrees, it would be noticeably better. Yeah. But two degrees is pretty cold. It's still pretty cold. <laughs> yeah. Two degrees, especially with the wind, that's pretty rough. Oh, it's really hard to explain because the summers are so short here, yet... Right, right, right now we're like mid-summer, mid mm-hmm. to end summer. I don't want to say that yet. We're mid-summer. We're mid. We're right. <laughs> we, in fact, we'll be in the beginning of summer as far as I'm concerned. Summer just started. Yeah. Uh, so if you ask us now, it's like, man, Chicago's the best city in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Think, more things are happening. People are happier. And then when winter comes around, you just kind of like, at least me, I just go into this hole and don't do anything for seven months. And then at the end of the winter, I'm just done. I'm like, why do I live here? Why do I live in <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> but then as soon as you get that first nice day, you're like, I remember why I live here. Well, I feel like this is kind of the worst answer because it's pretty much it's just like, I mean, it's tough. You barely do. <laughs> but if you can, if you can like, uh, true. if you can scoot by just long enough, it'll be worth it. It is worth end. it. It is worth it. I think I'm going to take a slightly different perspective <laughs> on this. Even though I hate the winters, I actually think it's important to like, establish what you're going to do during each season or each part. I feel like I'm all about having something to look forward to. Yep. So for me, I, I've mentioned this before, I always like to have something planned in within a two-month time span of where I'm at. For example, um, you know, I had the Minnesota trip planned that I, I just came back from. I had that planned like two months ago. So I knew in two months I was going to be going to Minnesota. So I had that to look forward to. I kind of think that 
during each season, you need something mm-hmm. to look forward to. It's true. Whether it's you take, you know, I took a comedy cl- some uh, comedy classes at Second City. Um, I took like a stand up class at another place, like things like that sometimes mm-hmm. to look forward to. Maybe you like to date in the winter, so you download dating apps and you swipe a bunch. Like sometimes people will do that. Uh, I really buckle down in my content creation in the wintertime. Um, I don't know. I just feel like if you can kind of find some things to get you through the seasons, you don't. Because some people, true. some people actually don't mind the winters. So some people hate yeah. the summers, which I never yeah. understand. <laughs> I never understood I don't that. Get, I don't get those people. The <laughs> hotter, really the better. <laughs> like this is great. That's no, I've definitely idea. been victim of being super more pessimistic, just because this last winter was so bad. I was just so done after this winter. Oh, it was really rough. <laughs> like it just never ended, and I was just so over it. So I'm more pessimistic about the winter right now in this moment. Well, but now that it's summer, Chicago's fucking awesome. This yeah. place is the best. Well, what are, <laughs> what are some things that you, you did or you do in the wintertime? Is there anything that kind of falls under what I said? Like something you'll do a little different? Um, play more board games, which is hard to believe because I'm playing a lot of board games now. So <laughs> maybe that's not true. <laughs> uh, just more things indoors. So more Netflix, more, more red. More Netflix, more chill. More... <laughs> A little, a little more Netflix, a little more chill. <laughs> that uh, was correlated with the swiping, maybe? Oh, could be nice. <laughs> a little more red wine. A little more red wine. Um, do you like red more than white? Oh, yeah. I do, too. I don't drink much white wine, even in the summer. I feel it. But, but there's some good rosés out there, too. Sean's a big wine guy. That's why I brought yeah. this up. But not wine guy poppy. He's not he's not Winebox Poppy. Winebox Poppy, that's close. <laughs> he is not. Winebox, weirdly enough, so Sean was the first Spotlight guest ever on the Everything Must Go podcast, and I think Winebox Poppy was the second. Hmm. I think so. It's just like a random... Interesting. It's not really related in any way, but the fact you brought him up, figure what, it made sense. Yeah, what else do I do in the winter? Man, um, this winter I'm going to go on a vacation somewhere warm. Um, you should. 100%. Because Thomas, my business partner, left me for six weeks. Uh, I don't know why he left in the middle of the summer. That seems like a Dude, silly, silly I don't decision. know why either. He, he just like totally missed out on the best parts of Chicago. But he's also in Southeast Asia for six weeks. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So I think I'm going to leave this winter and go somewhere warm. Dude. We'll see. Dude, I or maybe to... I won't. I don't know. <laughs> I think you should. I might tag along. I got to I gotta get out. I got to get out. I'm going to Philadelphia in a couple weeks, but that's not the same. I'm thinking something more. Something really big. Maybe the moon. I think nice. I go, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I go out to eat to, like, nicer restaurants more in the winter. Because I like to just be outside in the summer. Like, today I just... Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, Today yeah. I just sat outside for two and a half hours and totally forgot the, to put sunscreen on. This so. guy comes over looking like Larry the Lobster. I didn't say anything at first. I was like, Sean... And I, you can't tell because this is not a video episode, but, like, Sean is very pale normally. Comes hey. over here. <laughs> <laughs> comes over here today, and I was like... What? I'm friends with a lobster? <laughs> or a crab? Well, I didn't realize it until I sat down. Like, look at these. Are you more tan look, than look me? These. Who's more tan? Look at this. Wow, this has it's never close. happened. It's actually close. Look at that. Hmm. Yeah, this is weird. How red I am. I'm going to go out there into the sun now because I refuse to have this even be close in any way. Give me a year and I'll have bigger arms than you. I right, get out of here. <laughs> the bet. <laughs> oh, by the way, I figured out Coca Cola's tagline. Let's hear it. It's the oh, sound. it's just the sound. I like how you said, "Let's hear it too." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that worked perfectly. We are just forget Brandon. We are just on the same wavelength here yeah, right now. It's the sound and that that. Ch- oh yeah, you know. 
Oh, that's, that's great. It. So another question that I get asked a lot is why Chicago over New York and L.A.? And I think that's an interesting question because as far as I know, the only reason that these would even be compared is just because they're the three biggest cities. Mm-hmm. I don't like, cause there's really like three very different cities in a lot of ways. Yeah. They're almost not even comparable. They're almost not even comparable. And I think that that's maybe how, we, how we can lead this, but from your perspective, why Chicago and not New yeah, York? Or LA? So people who haven't been here, like we live in Chicago, but like we don't live in Chicago, you know, like there's no tall buildings really around us. There is, but there's, we're not like, surrounded by skyscrapers you know that's only downtown and most people don't or at least most people i know don't live downtown in those skyscrapers right that's more like the new york city vibe is if you live there um and we live in the neighborhoods up north so we're yes we're still technically in chicago but like it's just like a lot better and more chill up here you know that's a good way to put it and like new york you're always in the city it doesn't matter what neighborhood you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one one thing is I think when people hear that I live in Chicago, they tend to think, oh, wow, you live in, like, this 49-story building or something, Yeah, and which I don't. It's usually not the case. Like, yeah, there are a lot of tall buildings around us right now, but, like, there's the only – it's, like, one line of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that's actually a pretty good point. I, like – I actually hate downtown. I don't know how you feel about it. I hate it too. <laughs> it I never. Sucks. I live. I live way far north now. Yeah. Uh, I never go. The only reason I go is because I host two meetups, and yeah. literally twice a month I go to the downtown, and it's for my meetups. <laughs> yeah. I mean the down. Here's. I will say downtown is very nice though. It, it is. is a very very yeah. nice downtown. I have nothing against Super it. Super nice. Don't like spending much time there. No, it's it's because it, what I like so much about the neighborhoods is that. They are exactly that. Like you feel like you're just in a neighborhood. You don't yeah. feel like you're. I don't know. The downtown feels like a lot more sterile. It just like isn't. Yep. It's not the same for the people that like that city culture, the New York culture. That's where they live. Mm-hmm. They live in Gold Coast and uh, River North. Yeah. Right. It's a really expensive. God forbid too. the Loop. Who the oh. fuck would want to live in the Loop? Dude, do you know anyone who lives in the Loop? I actually don't think I do. I've met a few people that live in the Loop. Oh, why? This, I have. <laughs> absolutely no idea yeah i would not want to do that it's, I it's my least favorite part of the city there's um, nothing there i don't know i mean there's probably some worse there's probably some worse but yeah it, overall it's it's up there it's it's my least favorite of the places that i spend a decent amount of time in for yeah. sure because uh, i go into the loop like yeah, you're four, pretty day, close, four yeah. days a week probably and i'm not also not terribly far uh but okay so chicago over new york or la so Part of the reason why I like Chicago over those two is one, it is a little bit closer to home. Like it's like it's a drivable distance. My parents don't fly, or my my dad doesn't fly, so like they can drive up here, which is kind of nice. It's also, as we said, a little bit more neighborhood like. Um, it, it doesn't have the same opportunity as New York and LA. Like like across the board, in certain certain things, it does. Like mm-hmm. the tech scene is really good in Chicago. Yep, very good tech scene. It's not to take away from the New York or LA one. Like there's they a also have too. good like, ones. Yeah, yeah, they've also got good ones too. But like Chicago definitely does well in that. Chicago has a good job market in general. Well, the ind- I mean, Chicago is interesting because there's no single dominant industry. I think I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's like there's no industry that's more than 11 percent of the total economy here. Versus like New York and LA, I'm pretty sure they're like there is. Right? Yeah, There's like that's interesting. Entertainment, actually, right? Yeah, or finance. 
in Chicago, you've got healthcare, you've got finance, you've got entertainment, you've got all of it, right? That's really, that's really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting because you see that a lot of economies that don't do as well is because they are way too, like, all eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's what happens a lot. So maybe that's part of the reason why Chicago has been so prosperous. I've also heard that Chicago's, like, location on the map has been very beneficial for its economic rise. I don't know too much behind that, but I do know that that's the case. Probably because it's kind of more centralized towards mm-hmm. the population. I don't know. I've heard that you can get fresher fish or seafood in Chicago than you can in some coastal cities. Because this is the first place that they're shipped to. Interesting. I don't know if there's any truth behind that, but I've heard that that's That sounds like it definitely bullshit. It, do- it does. <laughs> it does. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's real. I don't know. I don't judge. You might be right. You might be onto something. Could be right. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about from any of the first questions that we discussed here? Um, did, we, did we touch everything? I don't know. I think I think we'd, we've been doing pretty good with keeping up with everything here. Uh, we want to talk about. All right. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Let's move on. So, the next thing here is a, a new segment that I wanted to introduce for this episode because. It was inspired from a few things. One of them is Sean and I have always been like the conspiracy theory friends. Like I don't know how else to I don't really know how else to say it. <laughs> but part of our friendship Is our friendship a conspiracy theory or are we the conspiracy theory friends? Uh I think you could really go both ways with it. Hmm. Uh but so we we became friends from playing baseball. But then we really became friends yeah. because of aliens. We really became friends because of aliens. I don't actually... Do you remember how this all started? I'd be curious to know if we could trace it back to like what spawned the original conversation yeah, how about did aliens. We, yeah, how did we both figure out that we <laughs> were really weird? Uh, I have no idea. I don't we, remember. We probably either. watched an episode of Ancient Aliens and we were like, this is bullshit. But then yeah. we were like, but is it? <laughs> I do remember we used to spend time... Sometimes we'd like sit down and, and watch like history channel shows and aliens and stuff like that we would binge watch that kind of stuff before yep. binge watching was really a thing when there'd be like you know marathons of that stuff yeah i think that's what it was that's like not really a thing anymore like marathons remember like oh there's a there's a blah 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 marathon yeah. on like that's not really a thing it's just like it's like just open watch. netflix and it's always a marathon <laughs> yeah that's kind of weird i just thought about that but yeah so i don't even know because I, I just remember we both had the book uh, ancient aliens at one point remember that book it was a book that was about uh, different encounters by Jim Mars. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember Jim Mars. It was called Ancient Aliens? No, I think it was called Alien Agenda, actually. Oh, Alien Agenda. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I remember but, that book. But that book was really funny. It was probably like, one of the only books I ever read and was like excited to talk to somebody about. Dude, true story <laughs> on this book. You guys are not going to believe this because I never read, but I was sick and didn't go to school one day, and I read like 40 pages of that book. Is that a lot? For me, that is like 4,000 pages. <laughs> Proportionally, the fact that I read 40 pages of a book when I stayed home sick, it might have been 50. It was a wow. lot. A lot for me. Um, That's a good book. And I read a book when I stayed home sick. Can you imagine that? That doesn't make sense. Nerd. What a nerd. But I just, I was really into aliens. But you had glasses too. Uh, not at that time. I had moved on. I, I, I got contacts actually the first week of sixth grade i don't know do you remember me when i used to wear glasses yeah, when I you do. first met me yeah. I wore glasses yeah i saw you and i said fellow nerd let's be friends <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much that's why you can still see the evidence of like nerding me all the time like i definitely am part nerd mm-hmm. um anyway aliens but aliens so 
Yeah, we, we got a lot of discussions about aliens. So in this segment, we're going to go over if we think that these things exist. We won't spend too much time on any of them, but I do want to hear if you think that each of these exist, tell me why or why not. And then, you know, just a few sentences. Are you going to put a cool intro title on this section? Do they exist? There it is. There it is. <laughs> you have to use that we from can... now on. Put some echoes in there. I like it. I actually like that a lot. So, first one is aliens. Aliens. Yeah, they exist. Why? Why? What do you mean, why? Give me a reason why you think they... Some people think they don't exist. Why do you think it's so obvious they exist? There's absolutely no way we're the only ones in the universe, in the galaxy. That seems bold. I don't see why. There there has to be... I'm playing devil's advocate. There has to be other, other beings out there. But... Like what we're if- one tiny planet of like <laughs> I don't what like a hundred trillion planets just in our galaxy, and then of a hundred trillion galaxies, there has to be. Yeah, other but like life. I don't know math, so yeah, you don't deserve <laughs> to have this advocate. conversation. Then <laughs> that's how I feel a lot of times when people try to tell me yeah, stuff. The I'm Earth like, is flat, right? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, Can you right. interview a flat earther? <laughs> I would Can you love find me that. one? <laughs> I see like posters around Chicago, like Flat Earth Society or whatever. Dude, I like the idea. Actually, I would love to do that. I would love for you to do that. Because one of my favorite podcast episodes still is the one on ghosts. Because I was just like, wow, people believe in ghosts? Like, this is nuts. And a lot of people do. Which actually brings me to the next one. Because, I mean, I'll, I pretty much. Aliens just, are real. I pretty much just second do shots. I, do, do, I, do I have to justify this no, you, anymore? You justify that They're one. Real. And, and honestly, aliens exist because there's literally been billions of years of existence um i think a lot of reports are like 15 billion years or something like that um and there's been trillions and trillions of planets which is trillions hundreds of trillions yeah like quadrillions (laughs) or whatever pretty much an infinite amount of planets and there's like an infinite amount of possibilities so you're telling me that we already have one case where there was obviously life in this small little galaxy you're telling me in all the other trillions of galaxies there's not a single other planet that in the billions of years of existence has ever had life. Doubt it. And even on this planet, there's only been life for uh, a portion of it. I don't think the first life forms even showed up on planet Earth until like a couple billion years in, something like that, maybe a billion years in. But Do you think intelligent life exists yes. or just aliens? Like, I think or there's unintelligent both. Life? But, I, think yeah. there's, I think there's pretty much any combination of intelligence. Me too. The one thing I want to happen before I die is that we discover intelligent life or they discover us. Interesting. I want it to be known before I die. See, I just want us to, to prove that there are aliens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it doesn't have to be intelligent. It could just be any any aliens. I, want, I want it to be. I want to know <laughs> that there's another intelligent civilization before I die. I mean, that would be kind of cool. I mean, I do know that, but I want the I want the world to know yeah. that. I would like that too. Silence because that haters. changes things. Oh, that, it completely does. Everything changes instantly. Silence the haters. Then all of a sudden, Kim Kardashian doesn't seem that important anymore. Yeah. Uh, ghost. Um. This might surprise you. I don't know. I don't think so. I think a lot of it... I think ghosts are real for people, but I think it's just in our heads. Like, I might see a ghost one day, but I don't think you'd see it. Well, um, I will. I don't think people die and then you can see them. As a collective. Like, if there's three people in a room... Yeah. I don't think all three of us in a room could see the dead person. Okay. I think maybe you could see the dead person. Okay, so you think only special people can see ghosts. Or like your brain so is you do believe or, in ghosts. or your brain is telling you you're seeing it. 
That's why it's, I don't. It's hard. To, it's hard to explain it. I don't Wait, know. I don't think that like people can die and then show up in your living room. So you don't believe in ghosts? No. Okay. Do you? I do not believe in ghosts. I think if ghosts exist, I think that they are um, other versions of people in other dimensions, and somehow there's like some weird lapse that causes them to show up in the wrong dimension for a second. I that to me is more believable than actual ghosts themselves. I believe people that say they saw a ghost, but it I don't think it I mean it wasn't a ghost. I think it was their brain. Like I want to say hallucination. I don't want to call these people hallucinating. Like <laughs> you can call them whatever you want. But I mean I think they're just convinced they're seeing it, you know? That's possible. As maybe as a coping mechanism, which I think is totally fair. It might be you the know? case. Yeah, I'm going to go with the hard So note. I don't, like, disbelieve everybody that says they saw a ghost. I think they saw something. You know? I I think that's a good way to put it. I think it's possible that they are seeing something. And even if, like, you were in the same room as them and you couldn't see it, they could be seeing something still. But I don't think it's a dead person. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. Um, Bigfoot. <laughs> I wanted to throw one that's way different than the other no, two. No, this is just like your classic conspiracy <laughs> theory that like makes all weird things not believable. No, Bigfoot's not real. Why and not? It, it's just silly that this is like the conspiracy theory that everyone knows. It was just like a viral thing. I don't know. Bigfoot might be real. No. No, Bigfoot's not real. No way. I feel like... Didn't it, we, like... <laughs> didn't the guy, like... Didn't someone come out and admit that he just dressed up? Yeah, that's happened before. Yeah, there was, like, a or very famous Or these just people one. that just, like, want their moment of fame. No, there's, like, a famous person who did that, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, no... Probably just why I threw this one in here, because I only wanted to go over these three, is because I want to make a strong distinction here. Aliens are not a conspiracy theory. They're yeah. real. And ghosts are, like... Maybe not what people think, but like are possible. And Bigfoot is not even on the same plane no. as either of these two. Exactly. But I do think that there are undiscovered animals. I got in a, I got in an argument with someone about this the other day. The world is very very big. It's possible that like people people seem to think that we've discovered everything. We haven't. No, no, we definitely no. haven't. Like there's we just, a lot of stuff. We just dug up a human sized penguin skeleton in New Zealand. Exactly, look. The size of a human. See, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's so cool. It's a giant monster penguin. Do you think he's nice? No. <laughs> you think he's mean? It would your brains out. <laughs> oh, man. How cool is that? The The timing of you mentioning penguins is really funny, because Brandon and I had a joke about this, where, so I, I went to Minnesota, for those of you who listen regularly, like, you know that I was just in Minnesota, uh, but I made a joke about how I was like, there's no snow here. I don't even get that. This is not what I thought Minnesota was going to be like. And then I made a, a, a comment to Brandon. I was like, how many penguins did you have in your classes growing up? And he's like, that's funny. It was just, it's, it's turned into like a running joke. Cause it's like, just so stupid. Well, this, this is the true test of Brandon even listens to your episodes. He's not on. Yeah, that's true. Will he hear this? Brandon, let us know if you liked his penguin joke. <laughs> I love your email the podcast at emgpod at gmail.com. Brandon will be waiting for your email. <laughs> we'll wait for the email. All right. So got asked a couple of questions from followers. So here's the first one is favorite tourist attraction in Chicago. Hmm, it's a tough one. The bean's cool, but like 
that's not my favorite. It's just like a cool thing to see. Um, my favorite tourist attraction. Um, my go-to when family or friends are in town is the 90-whatever floor of the John Hancock Tower. Because you can either pay like 30 bucks to go to the top of uh, the Sears Tower, Willis Tower, um, or you can just go to the bar. You and I have been there a few times. Yep, yep. Go to the bar in the John Hancock Tower and grab a $20 Coke. <laughs> yeah, it honestly is like 10 bucks. the times I've done it before. But it's worth it. The views are awesome. Um, see, I was actually leaning in that direction, but... Oh, you know, the architecture tour. That's a good one, too. That's, like, pretty awesome. Because it's this boat tour. You go through the river. Um, you go on the river through the city. And Chicago's got a lot of architectural history. And it's just so interesting. And, yeah, I, I like things like that. I've... Honestly, struggle. So my first one was Hancock Building. Then I was like, honestly, Wrigley Field because I'm such a baseball fan. It's mm-hmm. pretty high up on the list. Yep. Just for like personally, like I want to go to every major league stadium. I just went to a new major league stadium. Went to Target Field in Minnesota, Minneapolis. That was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, probably those two are high up on my list because I don't know. Like I, I do want to go to is it the Brookfield Zoo? There's like a zoo in. Chicago, that's not the Lincoln Park. I like Lincoln Park Zoo. It's grown on me a lot, by the way. And it's free. It's free. It's right in the middle of Lincoln Park. So one of the things we didn't touch on is the beautiful thing about Chicago is back in, like, I don't even know when, the 1800s, someone bought all of the land along the the shoreline and said, you're never allowed, the government's never allowed to sell this and build uh, buildings on it. And they turned it into a park. And now the entire shoreline... Shore? Is it a shore? Is it a coast? I don't what, know. what is it? The shore, I guess it's a shore, right? Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? Co- the coast coastline? would be east or west, so it's a shore, shore of a lake. Wow, that was weird. Um, hmm. So that's why we have. It's like I don't even know. Ten, fifteen miles of just green, you know. Yeah. And there's no apartment building. It's super unique, and one of the things that makes me really appreciate it is because in Cleveland. There's an airport that's built right on the lakefront, and the airport refuses to sell. And it's like, oh my god! So Cleveland just doesn't have this yeah. huge lakefront. That you know, we used to, Midway used. To, I think it was Midway back then, but there used to be an airport in the water here in Chicago. Yeah, they probably did the right thing and, and sold they, it. Yeah, they they moved it. I think it was Northerly Island, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what you should do, cities. Cleveland, get it together. You gotta sell that. Imagine how cool Cleveland would be yeah. if they could actually. Take that out and build something right there. Just put, yeah, let's put grass. And so trees. much opportunity of what you could do there. <laughs> Hell, I would even be fine with them building like places for people to live at this point. Just yeah. anything, but not an airport. It's like the worst thing to put right there. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> favorite tourist attraction. Um, yeah, so I go with that John Hancock Tower. What else is there? I was actually thinking like the, like the Field Museum is a good one. Yeah, well, I, guess, I guess all those. Yeah, Field's awesome. The Art Institute's awesome. I like the Chicago History Museum. Yeah, that one's surprisingly yeah, good. That's why I, it's, I always say it's one of my surprising It is, spots. yeah, because it's not like a known, like, I don't know. I feel like most people don't talk about that one, mm-hmm. but it's really good. I like uh, rooftop bars in Chicago a lot. Mm-hmm. I know it's not like, it's not a specific thing, but it's just something in the summertime I really enjoy a lot. What's your favorite restaurant? Uh, yeah, next question. You're not much of a foodie, though. Favorite restaurant. I'm definitely not a foodie, so this one is, I mean... If you just said, "All right, we're gonna go," what do you want? I would probably say Illuminati's Pizza. I really yeah. do. I really, really 
do enjoy that nice. place a lot. It's super good. I think my favorite restaurant is Bavette's Bar and Boof. I don't know if Boof is a funny word. I don't know if it's pronounced that way. It's, B, it's like <laughs> I think it's like B E O U F. I don't know. It's weird. Um, but there's this ba- there's almost no light in there, and it's all candlelit. So you walk in from outside, and it like takes you a long time to adjust to how low light it is. Yeah. But they have the, you know what a corkage fee is. So some so. restaurants have a corkage fee, so you can bring your own wine bottle, and you have to pay for them to open it. So it's like instead of you buying their wine, you can bring your own, but it's like a surcharge for that. Mm-hmm. So usually it's like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, just to bring your own bottle of wine, which would be silly. Um, but Bavette's has a cool corkage fee, where if you bring a bottle of wine, um, for them to open it, you just have to give a glass to someone else in the restaurant. And then you get to have your own bottle there. And it's so cool because it kind of connects you to another table. And then you usually get a bottle or a glass of wine from them. So it's That fun. is kind of nice. Yeah. This is a cool little community thing. And then you don't have to spend like $300 on wine a night. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to really think, did I pick the right... Yeah, I mean, I will say it as a non-foodie person... Other than pizza, there's like a lot of really good Mexican restaurants. There is, yeah. Like it's there's a very high Mexican population here, and there's a lot of really good restaurants. There's also a really good restaurant scene here. Like the hospitality yeah. is awesome in Chicago. Yeah, people say it, and it's true. I'm going. I'm so excited. I'm going to you know Alinea. So the on Chef's Table, the Netflix show, Alinea was one of the. It's like probably the most famous restaurant in Chicago. Um, I'm going to their sister restaurant bar. On Tuesday, for Ooh. Ashley's birthday, um, it's a I think it's like seventy dollars a person, and it's a three cocktail oh experience. So there's no eating; it's just three different cocktails that are like crazy intense, and like it's more of a performance than I can't even imagine. That. Those are yeah. some expensive cocktails. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I have no idea what to expect, but that's on Tuesday. That's super interesting. Yeah. They could charge that much money for a drink too. Yep. Yeah, because it's more of an art, right? It's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Better be a hell of an experience. It better be. <laughs> um, any other specific Chicago topics that you don't think that we covered on this? Talked about. Um, the only other thing is I spend a lot of my time in, our, in coffee shops. That's like a big culture here in Chicago. There's a lot of, lot of local sh- coffee shops. And I think a few of the big ones started here. Like Intelligentsia started here. Oh really? That I'm pretty sure that's the first one. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, all these things are, it's probably untrue, but I'm pretty sure it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say something like that, I'm like, maybe it's yeah, not I feel true. like you definitely are someone who makes a lot of like big claims, but there's actually nothing to back it up. <laughs> um, yeah. So I spend most of my my working hours in coffee shops during the week. Do you find it hard at all to actually like work in those? Like, like it's, it's hard. Not, it's, it's never too loud or it's anything. It's hard for me to work at home. Gotcha. So you yeah. get you get used to it, and you end up like starting to like it a lot. Yeah. Like I saw the manager, my the coffee shop I go to every day. I saw him at the grocery store yesterday, and it was the first time I saw him outside of the coffee shop, and we were just like talking about board games, and it was fun. And that met is his, met his nice. wife. Yeah. I definitely get that though, because I remember when I was in college, I hated doing homework in my um, dorm. Yep. So I actually started going to there was like a computer lab. Um, that makes me sound like I'm like. 49 years old <laughs> going like, to the computer lab I'm going to the computer lab but uh it was literally just a room that had 20 computers for people who didn't have their own laptops or something and you could go print stuff out there 
I would just go in there and do my homework Mm because it just was a quiet place, but it felt like I was in a classroom. Yeah. And it wasn't the library because the library was like a little further away. This was like right by where it was like a a hidden gem little spot that I found. But I totally get it sometimes. When when you want to be productive, you got to find the right environment. And that's kind of actually goes with why I like Chicago. I feel like in general, being here does feel like a very productive environment. Like I feel like a lot of my creative Mm -hmm. endeavors... Yes, I could technically do the podcast somewhere else. Yes, I could technically make videos other places, obviously. But there's just something about being in this type of environment where you're you're around a lot of like creatives and, and, and people who are motivated. Because that's what happens when you get to the major cities in the U.S. You get people who are tend to be motivated mm-hmm. who move there. So it's a, it's a whole different type of a, a culture when you're around those types of people. So I, I definitely get like the, the appeal of coffee shops. Maybe that's something that I should try to incorporate every once in a while because yeah. I feel like I get very like ugh, just like kind of bland like I work out of here a lot when I do my creative endeavors and I'll just sit for like hours and hours and I'm just like all right <laughs> just me in here yep I kind of yeah, like get, that I energy. get stir crazy at home if, yeah. if it's just me for a while and you don't have to like coffee like you can get tea or a good old Coca-Cola. Good old Coca-Cola. Thank you, know, you for sponsoring <laughs> today's episode. Thank you for sponsoring. But Brandon actually hates coffee. I did not know that until uh, him and I, when we were uh, in Minnesota together, we went to Brugger's Bagels, which... Brugger's. Thank you, sponsor Brugger Bagels. <laughs> Literally, Brugger's <laughs> is my favorite bagels. It's so... Yeah, they're, they're, they're amazing. And I didn't know they still existed. Yeah, they're, we went to wow. one somewhere in... Somewhere in Minnesota, and I think it was Rochester, actually, where I was at. And Brandon got a coffee when I was there, and he was, like, making faces when he was drinking it. I was like, what's wrong? It's like, I hate this coffee because it tastes like coffee. And that's when pretty pretty much he just doesn't like it. I, I, I don't love coffee, but it's grown on me so much that now I kind of like it. Same. And it's like how I feel, man. Like the vibes of coffee, man. Um... <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Anything Chicago-related? I think we covered it all. We've covered a lot of things. I'm trying to think from my perspective. I think we've covered most of the major topics that I wanted to cover about Chicago. So let's go into final thoughts about Chicago. What do you want to know? And I want to hear in... Imagine that you're doing an essay, and everything you set up to this point is your paper. And now it's in conclusion. What would you say? <laughs> Wrapping up all the paragraphs that I just wrote. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. Like, back in, in the day. conclusion, I, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> um, no, Chicago's awesome. I, it's crazy. I've lived here for five years. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool city, and people should definitely consider it. If you're not a city person, move here, and you'll love it. Because I'm not a city person. I hate New York. <laughs> I like visiting New York, but I could absolutely 100% never live there um so if you're considering it at all just come visit it's cheap it's pretty it's an affordable city all things yeah. considered like rent's not that bad um so yeah that's that in conclusion which whenever i would write my papers in college as soon as i got to in conclusion i felt like a huge weight was taken off my shoulders uh in conclusion I also like chicago and if you want to learn more about chicago you can watch my youtube channel at well, I'm saying at. Like, I'm doing Instagram. No, no, no. My YouTube channel is Stephen Russell B. That's Stephen with the V. I talk actually a lot about Chicago in my videos, so I don't want to take up too much more time going into it. But I think the only topic that we really didn't cover too much up to this point 
is the cost and you pretty much just summed it up like yes it is expensive here but it's the third biggest city so you expect it to be kind of expensive and it's not even in the top 10 most expensive cities so i feel like that's you know that's usually says something because yeah. like new york and la are definitely up there i mean you can spend money if you want to spend money here yeah. like you can find expensive apartments definitely but like if you do your work you can find really really affordable apartments Exactly. You just got to be willing to make some sacrifices. Yeah. Like, maybe you can't get in the exact location you want to be. Maybe it's not quite as big or fancy. Just don't live downtown. Just don't live downtown. <laughs> I think that's something I will say. Um, and one other segment before we let people go is anything you want to recommend? You watching anything you think people should watch? Anything? I up? cannot stop watching. <laughs> Literally is wasting my life right now because I am binging the crap out of it is this Netflix show called Money Heist. I think I've watched, like, <laughs> 18 episodes in the last probably week. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're, like, 45-minute episodes. Oh, you hate to see that. It's so good. I've watched two episodes today. And I'm probably going to watch another when I go home. When I went live last night, I got that as a recommendation, too, again. That it's, must be a really good show. I'm hearing good And things. it's not even in English. It's It's Spanish, but you can either watch it Spanish with English dubbed over it, or Spanish with English subtitles. I do the dubbed one, so I hear it in, in English. Interesting. And then it's kind of cool. The voice actors are good. Like they're actually you can it's not te- like... you can tell they're acting right. Yeah, it's not. Don't just go. Yeah. <laughs> I told you to stay. And their voice is really unique. So I was actually surprised how much I like I like it. This show is so fucking good. The real thing. The real question here is: Do you think that I will like it? Yeah. Interesting. That's gonna be. It's tough to find things that I'm I'm all about because I don't make a whole lot of sense with the things I like because I like a lot of really stupid shows. I don't know. For some reason, I like watching dumb shows and movies, despite the fact that like, I like like really deep music. I like certain art forms. I want it to be like super meaningful, super deep. But then when it comes to TV shows and movies, I watch like a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> and I like that. Like Family Guy. Like I like stuff like that yeah. a lot. You should give it a shot. It's good. I'll give it a shot, I guess. All right. Well, uh, my recommendations, I would recommend if you ever go to Minnesota and you ever go to Minneapolis, I actually would recommend going to the Mall of America. I didn't think it would be as cool as it was because it's like, it's a mall and you hear there's roller coasters in it, but it's like, it's just a mall at the end of the day. Hmm. But like, it's not really just a mall because one, there's like four stories. There's... Uh, like almost in a whole amusement park. The amusement park has like two roller coasters, like other rides. It's like ar- like there's like three arcade places. Um, Man, you could spend a whole weekend just hanging out in that mall. In fact, I've been saying this stat a lot lately. But if you spent ten minutes in every store in the Mall of America, it would take you eighty six hours to Jeez. get through the mall. Jesus, <laughs> wow, it's ridiculous. It's but it puts into perspective how you could easily spend an entire weekend. Yeah. In that mall. Uh, but I, I recommend checking that out. And also, the Twins Stadium, where the Minnesota Twins play, was really nice. So if, if you're, if you're going to go see a baseball game, the Twins Stadium, I was pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Like, there's cool. not a bad seat in that stadium. Can't wait. Yeah, there's not really anything I'm that I'm watching that I can think of. I watch Stranger Things, but you guys already know about that. We talked about that, actually, in the last uh, podcast episode when I was with Brandon. Um, do you want to add anything about Stranger Things before we go? That's a good show too. How did you think that season three was? It was it was the best one yet. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I was a big fan. Um, cool. All right. Any well, first off, I want to say thank you for 
filling in for Brandon today. It uh, the show must go on. Like, the we show can't must not do go it. On. I thought about just saying let's not do an episode this week, but then I was like, yeah, but I can't let people down because we actually had to skip one week somewhat recently in between where Brandon and I did that episode in Minnesota. So I was like, you know what? Let's put together an episode. I, I knew what the topic was going to be. I knew we were going to incorporate aliens and ghosts into this somehow. I always find a way to make that happen. And, yeah, so thank you for uh, well, When the results coming. are in, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll show Brandon that my stats are higher and that he's fired. Yeah, once people find out that actually Sean is pretty much Brandon but better, then it'll be called Everything. The show will be called Everything Must Sean. Everything Must Sean. <laughs> Just kidding, we're not doing Everything that. must grow. Everything must grow. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's pretty, pretty funny. That's pretty good. Everything must grow. That is pretty funny. Um, cool. Well, anything you want to pub before you leave here today? I know there's like a few different things that you do. You're a pretty active man. I am an active man. Um, so I run a software development agency with my business partner called DevScale. And then we're launching a side project called scalingfreelance.com. It's not out yet, but I'm saying September 1st. So we've got a couple weeks. We'll see what happens because that's pretty soon. <laughs> um, and yeah, and the whole point of that is to help freelancers grow their businesses. Anything else? That's it. Hell yeah. Well, if you did like today's episode... You can find us on all your favorite podcast apps. Go ahead, give us a five star. When I say all the podcast apps, like all the major ones, we're talking Spotify. I always get asked about Spotify. Yes, Spotify, the uh, Apple Podcast one, all the major ones. You can also find us on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Everything Must Go Podcast. We release the video episodes on there. This one actually will not have a video version of it, so unfortunately, you just have to listen to our voices on this one. You can also shoot us an email if you want to have us respond to something in a future episode. Our email is emgpod at gmail.com. Our social media handles are all at emgpod. Um, if you want to follow either me or Brandon, Brandon's social medias are at bflippinmusic, and that's like flippin' like F-L-I-P-P-E-N, and mine is Stephen Russell B, and that's Stephen with the V. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know we went a little bit off because I think whatever we said the next episode was going to be on is not what this episode actually was on. So we will be back to the regular scheduled episode next week, and we will talk to you then. Bye.